Hey, this is Red Band, and you're listening to Kill Tony. Don't forget to subscribe to Kill Tony on iTunes. Just search for Kill Tony and hit subscribe. You can also subscribe to everything we do at Death Squad by just subscribing to Death Squad. That will also include Kill Tony, Verbal Violence, and the Ice House Chronicles, and all the other podcasts we do here at Death Squad. Also, check out ShopSquad.tv. There you have all the official merchandise of the Death Squad universe, including three three new Death Squad shirts, uh, including Taco Cat, which is a brand new one that just came out this week. Also, go to TonyHinchcliffe.com for all his tour dates and merch and information. And don't forget that Kill Tony is recorded live every Monday at the Comedy Store. It's a free show. It's in the belly room. And every Tuesday, we have verbal violence in the belly room. And every Friday, we have the Ice House Comedy Show. Uh, It's the Death Squad show there. We do it every Friday. Uh, Me and Kill Tony are going on the road. We are bringing Kill Tony finally to Pittsburgh and Ohio. Pittsburgh, it's going to be November 27th. That's a Friday night at 8 o'clock, followed by a Death Squad comedy show. And then Sunday, November 29th, we are going to be in Columbus, Ohio at Woodlands Tavern. And that starts at 7 o'clock, followed by a comedy show at 9 o'clock. You can go get tickets by going to Shop Squad or going to DeathSquad.tv and clicking on tour dates. All right, here's a brand new episode of Kill Tony. Hey, this is Red Band, coming to you live from the world-famous comedy store for a brand new episode of Kill Tony, Volume 3. Give it up for Tony Hinchcliffe. Fuck yeah. Here we are, everybody. We did it again. A rainy, a rainy Monday night in Los Angeles. Give yourselves a hand for coming out, everybody. Come on. Only a show this crazy. Can we have this much fun on a Monday, right? Yeah. Hello to the thousands and thousands on Ustream. Hello to the live audience. Keep it going for Pat Reagan, everybody. You just heard him singing the tunes. Wasn't ready for you to get off, Pat. (laughs) He knows who he wants to take him home. How you doing, Pat? Good, man. Good. Good. You just got back to traveling, right? Yeah, I went to Boston, saw my parents, got yelled at. It's good. How I you? love that. What did they yell at you for? Not waking up early enough. Ooh. Where were you sleeping? The old bedroom? No, just like a creepy old bedroom with my grandma's old shit in it. Whoa. Is she dead? Yeah. Wow. Like so white you just have... lace bed sheets. Oh, fuck. <laughs> that had to get creepy, huh? Yeah. Are you, one of, are you like me? Do you sometimes just lay in bed and stare at shit until you scared fall asleep? <laughs> That's what I've always done since I was a kid. I've always fallen asleep scared. I don't know if it, I don't know if it has something to do with how I've turned out or anything, but every night. And then it actually got pretty good a few months ago, and then I watched this movie called Baba Duke. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Wow. I, I I I watch a lot of movies and I wasn't expecting it to be that scary. And I specifically remember I had to travel the next day, so I had like a six AM or a seven AM flight. And it, I watched it at like 1 a.m. to 3 a.m. And I did not get any sleep that night at all. Like it was even yeah. more different than the usual scaredness. I was like really staring at my door and then the windows and then everything. That movie will fuck with you, man. Stay away from the Duke. Stick with Kill Tony. 
Have you seen this movie, Brian? No, what is it's it about? It's going to scare the shit out of you. Babadook. You know what it does? You know what the Babadook does that other scary movies really don't do? Is it just shows you that perspective. Like, it just makes you look at nothing. Like, you're just staring down a hallway and nothing's happening until something happens. So, it's so all many like movies nowadays, like I've seen a couple lately in the theater that are supposed to be thrillers and scary, and they make you look down the hallway, and nothing happens. And that's like their cool alt twist to the scary movie. It's like, no, give me a fucking monster. Give me Baba Duke. So is it all just like shock stuff? Is there any plot to it it's at all? Or great. is it just like There's really a super plot. It's a, it's a, 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 their a mom and a son are hanging out, and she reads him a scary story called Baba Duke. And the shit in the middle of the story, it's just like, and then the, it kills the little kid. And she's like, what the fuck? While well, she's reading it. But then the Babadook is there. It's there. Maybe. I don't know. No, no spoilers here on Kill Tony. Maybe I'm fucking with you and there's nothing down the hallway this whole movie. But you're waiting for it because of the hype. Because I threw some money into Babadook. I threw five on it. All right, guys. Any relation to Marma? Marmaduke? <laughs> no, very funny though. <laughs> Brian, what is don't the pistol button. <laughs> he had his finger over the pistol button for that, just in case he thought it wasn't gonna get a laugh. <laughs> Motherfucker, you no. got a, a good, people like a good Marmaduke joke once in a while. Yeah. I've never heard too many Marmaduke jokes. When you don't know the movie, you saying Barbaduke or whatever it is. Babaduke. Yeah, yeah, it's like so Ali confusing. Baba and then Duke, like shit. Yeah, no idea what it is. So confusing. That's, uh, that's it's the great. tagline no. of the movie. Mm. It's Babadook. Ali Baba. Welcome to our new movie review podcast, uh, guys. We get a live audience in here to review uh, new scary movies. Babadook is like the only one worth watching. So there you go. That's my gift to you guys for coming out on a Monday night. The uh, strangers. A no. movie that will fucking scare you to the soul. Anyway. Guys, welcome to Kill Tony, episode 127. Ryan J. Ebelt is here, the house artist. Look at him. Look at him. He's got a blank sheet of paper. He's already chipping away at tonight's <laughs> episode. You'll see at the end of the episode, he's going to draw the whole thing. We got Pat Reagan. We got Brian Redband, and everything is good. You guys ready to start the show or what? Uh, we are going to bring up one half of our secret guests uh, tonight. Um, he is one of the funniest comedians in the world, one of the most brilliant writers. His work has been on Blackish and Comedy Central and HBO. He's one of the funniest people. I'm lucky enough to work with him a lot. Put your hands together for the great Ian Edwards, everybody. <laughs> Ian Edwards. <laughs> the great, the fabulous, the man, the myth. Ian Edwards is back on the show. Your other secret guest is on his way. He's just going to walk in at any point, and that's going to be great. <laughs> his name's Pat. Uh, Pat Reagan. It's Pat Reagan. Hello. <laughs> Hello, Pat. Hello, Ian. <laughs> All right. Well. No, that's right. Uh, now I remember. You guys had a little rivalry last time. Right. Uh, it wasn't much of a rivalry. Rivalry when the other person challenges you. <laughs> 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 Shots fired. Uh, Pat, how do you feel about Ian Edwards being back? Do you have any hostile good. feelings since the no, last episode? No. Feel good. I feel all right. <laughs> there you go. He's trying to kill you with kindness. It's not going to work. <laughs> <laughs> it's I not love it. Work. 
It looks a little. It looks that a little more, nervous. That was a. That was. I was uh, getting used to the format of the show a little bit, uh-huh. and I was like, I was like taking a rub, taking a bad, bad way with comedians. Oh, you were? Yeah, I was getting uh, every week. Comedians were like, "Fuck this guy." Oh looking, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so I was doing something normal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. It's so amazing I don't feel bad. how people that don't even watch the show come on and just instantly hate Pat. Uh, he was he was trying to be weird, that weird dude that makes you feel uncomfortable. I was like, fuck that. He is weird. I, I make happening. people feel uncomfortable. My mom tells me that comedy makes people feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I in your, seen it. In your music. Yeah. Don't forget about that. Yeah. I love it, though. And your life. I like being weird. I like it, though. With those glasses, I'd you sort of look like a weird Al Madrigal. <laughs> hilarious. That's a real inside comedy <laughs> reference, but Funny as fuck, though. Y- you, you know could recognize anybody who knew Al Madrigal because they just went, bah! You know, You know what it is? I don't completely believe you're weird. Be- I believe I'm weird. I don't believe I don't the authenticity it, of your weirdness. People just, tell me, have told me I'm weird almost every day my entire life. Eh, who are these people? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like they might like, be weird. Why would... Why would that many people talk to a real weird person. Yeah. <laughs> you usually stay away from a weird person. You got who walks up to a weird person to say you're weird? You know you're weird when people avoid you. That happens. People are telling you you're weird. You're normal, motherfucker. That's all I'm saying. Speaking I, of weird, before you got on here, I was talking about a scary movie I saw recently called The Baba Duke. Have you seen this movie? Nah, I never heard of it, man. Do you watch any scary movies? Yeah, yeah. If I'm with a girl, it's a good thing to do. Ah, I see. Uh, jump, they jump into your arms. The movie does the work for you. <laughs> <laughs> they don't jump into your arms. The movie sucks. Yeah. That's how I rate horror movies. Were, were, you guys anything for, were you guys anything for Halloween? Yeah, I was me. You? I was lazy. I didn't even go out. Yeah. I stayed in. I think a lot of us stayed in this year. Yeah. You stayed in? Yeah, me too. Shocked. You did? Yeah. That's shocking. Yeah. yeah. Did you? I, yeah, I played cards with my parents and wore a Jean-Luc Picard mask. Wow. What kind of cards did you play? Uh, 500. It's an old Midwestern yeah. <laughs> boring-ass card game. Mm-hmm. But many, I love it, actually. H- how many rounds do you think you went with your parents in this card game? We played until, like, past 2 a.m., which they never stay up. Wow. Were you guys drinking? We were drinking, yeah. It was fun. Both your parents drank? Mm-hmm. You think they fucked that night? No. I, d- what makes you oh. so confident? Just No. How do you know? Do you have a cup to the door? I cannot figure out. No one, no one in my whole extended family can figure out their Why? relationship. What do you mean? What can't you figure out about it? I don't want to reveal too much. My mom's 10 years older than my dad. My dad's like this fucking like Johnny businessman, like super good looking dude. And my mom's like this crazy like big bird lady who's like, <laughs> I don't even know, man. <laughs> like, like for a while I was like, I shouldn't say For a while I was like, is my dad gay? I was, <laughs> I was like, is my dad a beard? You know? Did uh, your mother have money? Uh, yeah, she had some money. What's so tough to figure out? No. <laughs> <laughs> but my dad. <laughs> that's breaking it down with that. Yeah, I mean, there's there's more to it. Normally when somebody thinks their dad's too businessman-y and like, probably doesn't do anything that crazy, normally that's the guy that like makes them wear the whole gimp outfit and puts the ball gag in her mouth. Do you think your mom's like doing crazy shit no, like that? No, and that's dude, why you don't... Like, she's like literally... She's like still like a little girl from the 1950s, but now she's a 65-year-old, 67-year-old woman. Huh. So she still hates black people. 
No, I she's like it. right around the neighborhood with like a bird on her head. She took her cousin to prom. She's just like a bird she, on her. She head. made me go to she made me go to the Dale Carnegie How to Win Friends and Influence People seminar when I was uh, like fifteen. I was with a bunch of like fucking. Let's get back to this uh, bird on the head thing. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck's a bird on the head? My mom thought Mount Rushmore occurred naturally. <laughs> Wait, what? Bird. She used to ride. She used to have a pet bird. Uh huh. Ride it around on the neighborhood. Yeah. Brown, Brownsburg, Indiana. On a bicycle. Mm-hmm. And she was that lady that rode around she was on a, a bicycle kid at that time. Yeah. Oh, oh. a kid. Oh. Yeah. With a bird on her head. Yeah. And you described her as big bird like. Because she's what? Tall. She's a big lady. Oh, big. She's, big, she's loud. You can oh. hear her coming. <laughs> oh, but, but not, <laughs> not that kind of coming, yeah, though, right? Because kind of your dad's not fucking her. <laughs> Josh, any updates? Okay. And she also has terrible health problems, so she's in constant physical pain, so I don't think they can have any sex. She moans, but when she moans, she's doing like uh, back and knee exercises. Does your dad have trouble sitting down? You mean like my mom's wearing a dildo or something? Yeah. No. Pegged? No. I'm not doing that. So you've never heard your parents have sex? No. Oh. Oh. No. Interesting. That's sad. (laughs) How do you think that's affected you as a young man? (laughs) Uh, I don't know. And they're your biological parents. I mean, mean, it fucked. But sexually, I think I got fucked up going to all boys Catholic high school. Oh. All boys. Very repressed. Being into hardcore music, being straight edge, doing, uh, going to all ages shows, and uh, we would do hardcore dancing and shit, which is really just kids with boners just fucking flailing around. Huh. Because they don't know what to do with their boners. And I didn't know what to do with my boner, and I was afraid to touch girls. <laughs> I was afraid to talk to girls. I was so fucking terrified. <laughs> oh, wow, there, there it is. There we go. You got me with that one. <laughs> I, I got a hard blank out of that. I really thought that may have been real for a second. <laughs> That one I thought was real. Out of all the ones that have ever happened on this show, out of nowhere, that one I thought was a real one for some reason. I can't wait to rewatch. Because I was thinking about this monologue that Pat was going on, and I'm like, you know. I'm, I'm disappointed it wasn't real. Right? <laughs> that he's still sitting there alive. <laughs> I love it. Well, guys, um... I think that <laughs> that's the thing about Periscope is like they're right in your face with these insults. I know. <laughs> I'm having a fun. I'm having a fun live show here, and, and some uh, some assholes. Sorry just about like, that, Tony. Tony got so scared. Yeah, he squirted cum all over my shoes, guys. <laughs> Who comes when they're scared, Brian? That doesn't even make any sense. That's a weird scare. That fell out of the ass. Uh, guys, so let's just start the show, shall we? You know how it works. Uh, over 40 comedians signed up tonight. They're all stacked against the back walls. Way deep that room goes on the other side. And uh, they signed up for the chance to do 60 seconds on this stage and get feedback and talk to our two illustrious special guests that we have on tonight. Our other one, very close to arriving. Um, so there he is, ladies and gentlemen, Joe Rogan. Boom. How about that? What's up, buddy? There we go. Perfect timing. Solid entrance. Perfect timing. He I didn't like dramatic wanna, entrances. It was perfect. He didn't want to hear any of Pat's bullshit. <laughs> and, uh, it's like he knew. <laughs> yep. So uh, I was just explaining that we're getting into it. Comedians, you know you, you have 60 seconds of stage time. You know your 60 seconds is up when you hear the sound of a kitty. Oh, come on, Brian. <laughs> Gets a little bit more quiet every week. You have to let him hear it for it to even... There you go. 
That's the sound that you hear when your 60 seconds is up. Don't go over your time or else you're going to bring out the angry West Hollywood bear. Do you have a sketch artist now? Yeah. It's amazing. It's the great Ryan J. E. Belt over there. He draws a picture. Like as courtroom style? Yeah. Yeah. It's trippy courtroom. And he draws like the theme. Can like you make me black? He'll do it. Yeah, it's done. Um, Fuck yeah. So, yeah, he does every episode. It's RyanJEBelt.com, by the way. I don't know if I said that up front. But he has prints of every funny thing. And he also draws, like, the theme, like, if there's a running joke and stuff, like, that becomes part of it. So anything can happen. You guys ready for Kill Tony or what, you crazy motherfuckers? (laughs) Funnest show on a Monday at 8. Uh, put your hands together for your first comedian tonight. His name is Tony James. Have you ever had a very special, special friend that you just totally, I mean totally, hate? I married that heifer. <laughs> Have you ever seen a pussy hole so big that it's just too big? I did. I saw this pussy hole that was so big, I felt like the only thing I could do to it or for it was give it a nickname. I called it the wishing well. Because when she first opened her legs and I first saw that gigantic hole, the first thing I said was, I wish you well with that one. (laughs) Tony James, thank you very much. Fuck yeah, 48 seconds to Tony James. Run, Tony, just run. Get out of here, dude. (laughs) Just fucking run. Don't stay here for this. Don't stay here for this. You don't want. You don't want hey, this. I want to hear it, You don't want to hear it, man. Hey, I, I you don't want to hear it. You don't want to hear it, man. You don't want to feel it. You don't want to remember it. Minute. You don't want none of this. Yes, I just, do, Joe. Just Come go on, watch it on Periscope. Go home and watch it on Periscope. <laughs> don't, don't say. <laughs> how, well, let me ask you. How do you think that went? Well, that pretty well. I think that went pretty well. You That's did, fucking you, crazy. You did leave the pauses. In, in between jokes like they were laughing. I'll give you that. Like, you you had pauses like you were getting full-blown applause breaks. I like the word p- a pussy hole, too. I mean, you could just say <laughs> pussy well, hole over well that, and over that's again. That's Brian Redband's uh, well, feedback. Is, yeah, uh, just pay attention <laughs> to the fact that he barely got that sentence. I know. <laughs> How long have you been doing it, Tony? Like seven years. Oh, so, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. All right. <laughs> it's not the number I was hoping to hear. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, that wasn't the joke I really could bring up here for one sixty seconds. Come on, man, Just, you know. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I, I I'm not gonna pile on on you. It's right. just, uh, like, what's your writing process? <laughs> Opening, setup, punchline. Uh huh. <laughs> and you going for shock too, a little bit. Whose pussy hole was this? Where did you see such a big pussy hole? And, wh- and, wh- and what did you say? Can you repeat it? Because I, I didn't really. I just heard. I, I wish I was. I like, said I didn't he wish really, you well. I wish you well. I said like I nicknamed it the wishing well. <laughs> okay. Who had this pussy hole? Well, actually, it was one I left that way. That's was she sort of Big Bird-esque, one would say, maybe? You know? like uh, <laughs> No, no, no. Were you in Boston at the time? 
Pat just visited his parents in Boston. His parents don't fuck. Anyway. I went for shock, though. I, went for shock. I went for shock. What do, you, uh, what do you listen to on your headphones? You have the headphones around your neck. It's a bold comedy move. It's almost like saying, like, at any point, I'm just going to put these on. Oh, these, these headphones say I didn't expect to get up tonight. That's all. Oh, I love it. What, do you, what have you been listening to today? Uh, Sean Paul. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've been listening to, do uh, you ever hear of the Spinners? Nope. I didn't think Rubber so. Rubber Band Man. Yeah, he's got it. A musician. All right, I'd say this about your wishing well joke. I would just say I threw a bunch of coins in it or something like that, like well, anything that, other than... That or, wouldn't fit or. in the one minute. I have. <laughs> I actually have go, I go I that way, but it doesn't... Yeah, the married a heifer? Well, I didn't join those two. I thought you Callback. said effer, yeah. which no, was confusing because then your next line said pussy hole. So I was well, like, yeah, I, I'm yourself? just going for shock 60 seconds. So you've been doing comedy for seven years. What do you do for work? How do you survive? Uh, well, I, um, I'm retired, uh, uh, Marine Corps. Oh, nice. An American hero, ladies and gentlemen. I wouldn't know Great. about that. You, I mean. And clearly now by your attire, you're, you've spent, you spend your retirement umpiring third base, right? Uh, no. <laughs> I, I, I spend time actually writing for, for someone and some people. Nice. Okay. What do you do for fun? What do I do for fun? Um... I watch a lot of like some things like uh, Japanese anime. I play softball. I play golf. Huh. Things like that. You in a softball league? No. Where the fuck are you any, going with these questions? <laughs> Trying to figure <laughs> stuff out. <laughs> maybe I, maybe, I, maybe my just, softball team needs a new cleanup hitter. And uh, <laughs> you just have to write harder, man. Well, you know, this is not enough time to get you know into. Oh, it is. Here. You're, you're going to see people but you, kill. But you know, you're not going to. It's going to hurt you when they come up here and they're going to murder during this show. There's people that'll get really hard. Well, I haven't seen it yet. I'm, I'm still. Wait, well, you're the, the first, first one. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Well, this you is can't not my listen. First show, here's, yeah. here's one thing you can never do. You can never make excuses why it didn't go well. Right. Don't ever no, say not, I didn't I have enough time. It, went well. I'm saying, it definitely you didn't go me. well. A hundred percent. No, and you can't. You can't. Well, so you can't look at. You, you can't like look at joke. it. No, definitely not. You can't look <laughs> at it in that a delusional sense. Joke. It kills, except for everybody. No, it definitely doesn't. There's no way it does. <laughs> oh, yes, it does. You can't listen. I mean, you can't be delusional. Wait. If you don't look at it objectively, you'll never get good at this shit. This shit is brutal. This yeah. is a hard. Listen, there's a hundred people in this room, and all of them know how to talk. Okay, so for you to be the one person that gets to talk, you better have something extraordinary to say. Boom. You can't you can't look at it and go, this is good enough. This always works. That's not I don't what have I enough. said. I okay, to you, the, you make it excuses. You make it excuses. Reaction. There was none. It's true. Nobody laughed at my first joke. Tony, did you hear that Come sound on. that Come they on, just man, made? Seriously. <laughs> the sound of silence this is, is like, like you're not a bad person. We're not we're not judging you as a human being, but we're talking about what you did, like your art. Like, the only way you're ever going to get good at this is if you own up to it and look at it objectively. And you, you can't think it's going well when it's not. That's the curse of the open micer. Even There's open micers to this day that are still hearing phantom jokes from a show that they bombed at. And it's this defense mechanism that your brain creates. It allows you to get through it and not have this... Bombing on stage is like sucking a thousand dicks in front of your mother, all right? We all know it. Everyone knows it. And when you bomb, you want to come up with all these reasons why you didn't. And it's just defense mechanisms, and that defense mechanism is going to keep you from ever getting good at this. Truth bomb, straight from the top of the show, from Joe Rogan, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, now, now can I say something real fast? Uh-oh, rebuttal from Tony Better not James. be an excuse. No, no, it's not an excuse. 
Now, from what I heard, now I listened, I thought the joke went well. Now, if I, I usually record myself, and so that joke works. Whether or not it worked here tonight, you know jokes don't always work everywhere you go. Come on. That man. sounds like an excuse, right? Record it from the back of the room. It will change your whole, like, like you'll listen to it and you'll hear the audience. Even, wow. if it, even if it worked before, you wouldn't do that on a special. You wouldn't, you know it has to be stronger. Deep down, or even on the surface, you know that shit has to be stronger. So that's, that's the whole point. Yeah. And, and, and it's not going to hurt you if you listen to us in the long run. Well, and I'm and not, next time you're around a I'm pussy. I'm not upset by what you guys have to say. May I, may I say that? I'm not upset. It doesn't bother me at all. I, I get mentorship. When people say and I'm I've not heard upset, worse. they're upset. Okay, Tony. Worse. We love you. You, you, <laughs> gave, you gave it your all. Well, I think Tony you. James, everybody. Get serious from the top. Next it's time a hard it, fucking art form, folks. It is. It is. Without a you doubt. You can learn from this show, for real. If you're thinking about doing this, you can learn from this show, from shit like that. There's do's and don't do's. There's little fucking ninjas. There's little ninjas hidden all around the country that I hear a lot about when I go to these other cities. And they're the local comedians, and they listen to this show. And whether it applies to them or not, they find out a couple notes that are so, so truthful from each episode, and they tell me about it when I go out there. They introduce themselves, and it's like one of the cool perks of this. Well, you know, Ian and I, we started out basically around the same time, and, you know, when we started, there was nobody taught, nobody told you shit. Mm-hmm. You know, they yeah. all, you didn't have, there was no forum like this where you could watch someone go on stage, do an open mic night, and then have a bunch of people fuck around and talk yeah. about how it's done. It's, it was hard back then. Yeah. You know, I mean, it seems brutal what I just said. But it's true. It's not, it was not brutal as a human being, but as, as what is coming out of your mouth. <laughs> you got to stop emoting. It's, it's not that serious. <laughs> this is comedy. He's like, wow, this is. This, yeah, this. But it, it's what it is. You yeah. Know? yeah. We all know it. <laughs> we all know it. it, but it's like, you know, shit. Anything also, can happen. Also, 60, when, when people say they can't do it in 60 seconds, I always think that that's like, that excuse is not, is not really valid. Right. So what do you do in a five-minute set? Just knock it laughs for 60 seconds? doesn't Yo, make any sense. When you're holding your breath, 60 seconds is a long time. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. Okay, this, I've n- I don't think we've ever had this person on before. It seems like an interesting name. Uh, put your hands together for Stevie Blue Eyes. What's <laughs> 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 up, guys? Guys, I was in prison for a while. I'm thinking about going back. Because this working shit, it fucking sucks, man. It's hard getting a job when you're a felon. Can't get any job that you really want. Like, I'm a huge football fan. You guys like football? Love football. Tried getting a job with the NFL, but they told me I wasn't qualified. So I went home and beat the shit out of my girlfriend. I still didn't get it. I guess they do background checks. I don't know. God, you guys are tight, huh? Before I got to prison, everyone said the same thing. They said, Steve, don't drop the soap. Whatever you do, do not drop the soap. So the first thing I did when I got inside, I got liquid soap, guys. Thought I solved the whole problem. Until I got into the shower and they took it from me. There you go. There's oh. the West Hollywood Bear. How, you want to finish that? How does that end? You get, you get in the shower, and then what happens? So I got in the shower, and they took it from me. 
use it as lube to rape me with. There you go. I had a feeling there might be something coming there. <laughs> Wait, you saw that, that coming? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I had a feeling there would be some uh, some type of butt some kind of Columbo or some <laughs> shit, too. Yeah. <laughs> nah, but when you look at him, you're like, yeah, that could have happened. Yeah. It's the eyes. <laughs> now, there's the a eyes. lot going on here, Stevie Blue Eyes. Uh, and that is your comedy name, huh? Yeah. Well, How long have you been doing stand-up? I got out of prison April 30th, 2014. So Holy shit. You, you, you have yeah. the face that says you wouldn't go to prison. Yeah, I know. What did you go to prison for? I was drug trafficking, extortion, racketeering. I was in federal prison. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I'm actually proud of you. Have you seen why. the movie Black Mass? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you seen Bla- All right, in Black Mass, half the movie, they're trying to set up mob boss Gennaro and Julio in the North End. Uh-huh. Gennaro and Julio is the mob boss who gave me the nickname Stevie Blue Eyes. His son was my boss. Stevie, I loved your set tonight. Uh, it was did awesome. Was unbelievable. Great shirt. Consider yourself a new regular on the show. You don't even have to sign up anymore. Congratulations. Uh, every single week, you can catch Stevie Blue Eyes. Uh, wow. Oh, yeah. Unbelievable. So and how long were you in there for? Five years. Wow. Have you seen the movie Blow with Johnny Depp? Get the fuck out of <laughs> here. What are you talking What's next? No, it's another have you seen Goodfellas with I Robert got, De Niro? I, all these, I have all these <laughs> weird parallels Have you now. seen Patton? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got all these weird parallels <laughs> with uh, Johnny Depp, who Johnny Depp portrays in the movie Blow, drug trafficker George Jung was three cells down from me the whole time I was in prison. Wow. He's, Holy he's, shit. He just got out. He's in San Francisco now. He's a yeah. friend of mine. Johnny Depp fucking connections yeah. going on. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> of like the, w- the worst kind of Johnny Depp connections <laughs> you could possibly have. Not like one time we were in the same Uber share. It's like, yeah. no. <laughs> I once sucked a guy off who... You showered with blow. <laughs> Worst Johnny Depp yeah. connection? Maybe like Winona Ryder's tattoo artist. Yeah. That would be like the worst <laughs> Johnny Depp connection. Was in the cell, five down from he me. D- he did a butterfly on my ankle. It's the same guy. <laughs> Winona Forever. Remember that? <laughs> so, Stevie, yeah. you look young. You're loaded with stories and life experience. 29. You're built like a fucking... Human wrecking machine. They got good weights in there. They got a good weight system. There's no on it products, but you can get your hard boiled (laughs) eggs. You are wearing the on it shirt, which made me crack up from the beginning because it's Joe Rogan's company. So, what are the odds of that? It's last time I yeah. met you, you had an on it shirt on I, too. I've last three times I've seen you. Get some other shirts. <laughs> wow. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Represent the guy that owns the company. <laughs> yeah. yeah Joe doesn't. Out. Joe doesn't <laughs> want. <laughs> Joe doesn't want your sponsorship. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So Stevie, what I mean, like, how? So you said you've been on stand up what about a yeah, year I and st- a few so months? So I was. I first started. I first did my first open mics in 2010 while I was on trial. I just needed something to do. I was kind of <laughs> losing my mind. So I went into prison in kind of comedy mode, which is a good thing because prison's literally like boot camp for comedy. Like yeah. there is shit. If you go in with that mindset of looking for bits and stuff like that, it's like endless. Yeah. It's fucking endless. So I got out April 30th, 2014, just started hitting mics ever since. And That's how Joey Diaz started. Yeah. Joey yeah. Diaz started in prison. Oh, he started yeah, making people laugh in prison. Yeah, I've they would show that. movies, and if the movie sucked, they'd go, "Get up there, Cuban!" <laughs> and yeah. you'd get on stage and you'd make everybody laugh. Wow. It's, true. it's yeah. just a bit. I mean, you're, it's just constantly like you're in rooms with people, and then myself, I, I was always kind of the focus of attention. I'd have be talking to people, this and that. So it was kind of grooming me for being in the sp- not in the spotlight, but for just being able to talk and come up with funny things yeah. all the time. Wow. That's good. Did you ever, like, make jokes 
yeah, to the prison I mean, guys. Like, yeah, I mean, we'd all joke. And, I mean, and that's one of the saddest things about prison. People say the worst part's the company you keep, meaning, like, you know, shitheads, rape, but... But the hardest for me about the company I kept was some of the awesome guys that were in there. Some right. Guys that some were of doing the coolest some fucking of the pedophiles coo- no. <laughs> you've ever met in your entire <laughs> life. Though, honestly. It's the best the, fucking hand some job. Some of the smartest, most intelligent people I've ever met in my life who would be doing amazing things on the street if they didn't get hit up with the crack law in New Jersey in 2000. And they're doing oh, that old crack now. law that you know, but came down like, in Jersey. Know, it's, it took it's, everybody. It's crack law is taking a lot of amazing <laughs> people off the street. crack law. All the highest quality of people. But it, yeah, it's 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 like a it's a good thing. Like yeah. you, you're comfortable yeah. on stage, but you have a wall up. You know, like you have this. Uh, you know, you're trying to like, like a prison put out a persona. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, normally it's, like, it's awkward, but it's awkward. Yeah. It's awkward. Yeah. You know, yeah. starting out is the most awkward thing about stand up is like getting to you. Yeah. You know, I always say there's like three stages of stand up. The first stage is like you're trying to do anything to get a laugh, like yeah. anything. Like you're saying a bunch of nonsense, but if it works, you keep it. And then you got to ditch all that shit eventually. And then you develop stuff that actually makes you laugh. Yeah. And that's like stage two. And stage three, and not, not everybody even has to. Like some of the greatest comedians never went to stage three. Uh, like Stephen Wright or um, Mitch Hedberg, some of the greatest of all time. But stage three is like George Carlin style, like where you take concepts and make them funny. Yeah. Take ideas and try to put ideas in people's heads that they maybe would never really laugh at, but make them funny. And it's... It's not necessary. Like, yeah. not everybody has to do that. Like, some of the, like I said, the best stuff never goes there. Mm-hmm. But, you know, what you're doing right now is, like, you're in that awkward phase. So you just got to do it a lot. Yeah. Just keep doing Have it. Have you been you know, doing you a lot definitely of... definitely could do it. Yeah. You definitely would, do it. I normally, well, I don't want to use a 60 hey. seconds. And ex- what? Somebody saying something? I mean, uh, I, I think you got a lot of... <laughs> <laughs> There's only one guy over there. Saying, huh? I, but no, I, I usually ease into... I usually don't open up with... I was in prison for a while. I ease into it more. I have like bi- things that lead into it, so it's not just like an abrupt, like, I'm that guy who's in shit. You know what I mean? But right. like, Which I understand, which I'm not trying to use the 60-second excuse, but I, I appreciate what you say. I know so what you're good. talking you, about. You got a lot of potential. You got a good story. People are yeah. going to like your story. And, story's and amazing. Yeah, story's definitely. amazing. For real, for real. So, you just, know, just keep working hard. It's just one of those things man you'll get a little bit better every time you do it this yeah. little and then you'll look back a year from now or whatever and you'll have all this massive improvement the thing is just putting in the numbers it's yeah. just a lot just of numbers up and doing it because i'm in i live in the area now i moved from box i'm from boston i got off probation in september so <laughs> i love these so updates like, <laughs> like it's <laughs> like i know his entire <laughs> fucking like police I, report at this as point as soon as i got off Fine. probation i just <laughs> came out here because it was just you know it's so you're off probation. Off probation. That was in what? September? September, yeah. That was September. last month. Last That's month. fucking amazing. Jesus. Yeah. Wow. Uh, okay. So how long have you been living? So that's a fucking month. Yeah. That's I, incredible. My started on October 15th. I've been here for two weeks. Wow. So. That's great. How and the fuck did you get an apartment? Uh, you know, I'm a doer. Yeah, any other answer, and I'm pretty sure this <laughs> podcast would be witness in a federal case in a few months. <laughs> here, here on this wildly popular live <laughs> podcast, you said that uh, the wheels burn. Oh, whatever. I guess that's a real person. You went we to know. the 1930s. <laughs> <laughs> Criminal discovered on the new podcast system. Uh, <laughs> <system>. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to stick with Stevie Blue Eyes. Yeah, I mean, it's got me that's this far, that, right? That's <laughs> it's got you this far. <laughs> Jesus yeah, exactly. Christ. <laughs> How about a change of pace, son? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Blue eyes. Yeah. You know, who, yeah. Somebody, like, they named you, like, 
a 1950s monster. Yeah, well, what happened? 2015. Because yeah. I walked into the room because at the time Janai was like 90. He did 30 years because Whitey set him up. And I, his son was, you know, he's 50 years old. So Janai was 90. And I walked in the room and he said, You got the bluest eyes I've ever seen since Sinatra. And I was like, 19. The guy was trying time. to fuck you, you know? Yeah. That. <laughs> <laughs> but that's how, that's how it started. Some gay pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> but that's how, yeah. So yeah, I, sure. I just love a guy that'll just go with the name that the FBI has on file. Like, it's yeah. such a fuck you. Like, that's up yeah. on some guy's billboard <laughs> no, I, right I now. Like, Stevie Blue Eyes. In my He's at the comedy store. That fucking store. guy's alive? <laughs> <laughs> Where? Yeah. I, I, in my uh, federal indictment, it says my real name, Steve Pearson, a.k.a. Stevie Blue Eyes. Oh, it's fucked so up. Stevie Pearson Blue Eyes. Yeah, yeah you're, you're really too insane. Oh, <laughs> shit. That is incredible. Oh, I didn't even Jesus. notice that. Did you even know that? No, I did. Oh, people yeah. have <laughs> all right. You son of a bitch. The, the only problem that you're gonna have with that nickname is that it carries a lot. It's got weight to it. Like you're asking for people to give you more attention. Yeah. Like, now they have to look at your eyes. Now they have to like, what's this guy's name? What, what the, the fuck is that all about? You know, like if you're just Steve Pearson, then you go in fresh. Yeah. Like yeah. you don't have a lot of. There's not a lot of weight. Now, yeah. normally, know, steal the destroyer. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you have some right. crazy fucking name. You, yeah. You know. And better be good. People are always going to ask you about the blue eyes thing forever, and you're always yeah. going to have to go, there was this mafia guy, Whitey Bulger, yeah. and they're already going to be like, oh, fuck, yeah. this yeah. guy's going to kill me. Um, now, normally I have the comedian go off, and I give their Twitter handle a shout-out, <laughs> but I noticed here that uh, <laughs> I read your Twitter handle, luckily, before yeah. oh, relieving okay. you of your duty over there, and I'm gonna, just going to ask you straight up, why is your Twitter handle Protein Cream? So that's another story. <laughs> Do you even lift, bro? <laughs> so... So what are the odds? This doesn't involve prison. <laughs> yeah. <the laughs> uh, yeah. Protein cream is actually a company that I used to own. It was my nutrition company. I invented a formula for instead of a protein shake, it was an ice cream form. So, like, it was the same <laughs> nutritional facts. For people that want to yeah. get in shape and eat like shit at and the same time. Cream, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, try my new energy pizza. It's me, Stevie <laughs> Blue Eyes. <laughs> 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 I actually, I got on season two of Shark Tank for it. I bet. And the episode was pulled because they knew I had ties with organized crime. Wow. And uh, oh it was made in West Palm Beach, Florida. It was made in these little eight-ounce cups, and we get sent up to New York and Boston. I used to oh, ice Coke was ice in it. Yeah. What was that? And Coke was in it. No, I used to put uh, OxyContin in the eight-ounce things. We'd smuggle OxyContin from Jesus Miami to New York in the protein cream cup. Holy fucking shit, Christ. man. Yeah. I love you. <laughs> You're uh, so cool. Yeah. Sometimes I wish this wasn't like a podcast that I had to keep moving along because I just Howard Stern the shit out of <laughs> you right now. This is yeah. so fucking interesting. That's why I kept the because I didn't change my Twitter to Stevie Blue Eyes. I kept the protein cream. You kept the product that's no longer <laughs> in existence. This product. I mean, you can't even find it. So you kept yeah. the Twitter handle of the product that got you sent to federal prison for yeah. five years. Yeah. Because people then. weren't really buying this protein no, ice cream. Is, the, the thing is, it was really selling well. If I just like focus my <laughs> attention just on that, it would have. How well been, could how, of all the places even where I would buy ice cream from? It, it no, seems it was, like Florida was, would be on the bottom of that list. It, like, it wasn't sold in Florida; it was sold in New York and Boston and gyms, nutrition stores, like juice bar type things. It really was selling very good, and I ruined the whole thing trying to bring oxycontin <laughs> into the mix. <laughs> you had a perfectly good business, and yeah. you had to. I mean, it was a good business model. My my entrepreneurial spirit got the best of me a little bit. Hell yeah, it I did. Just jumped on it. You wonder what's <laughs> next? 
Oh, yeah, it did. It's like, what's next for Stevie Blue Eyes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Stevie. It was so nice to meet All you. Right, Please guys, sign up again. Please we can't wait to have you back. What an interesting story, Stevie Blue Eyes. Follow him on Twitter, at Protein Cream. <laughs> for those of you that have been wondering, I wonder if anyone has the Twitter handle Protein Cream. <laughs> you just met the man himself, so here we go. This looks like another new name. Put your hands together for <laughs> Cody Winnens. <laughs> Cody Winnens. Uh-oh. No Cody Winnens. Wow. Missed a spot. That means he gets blacklisted. All right, I pulled another name out of the bucket. Put your hands together for Terrence Rutledge. I just got laid for the first time. I don't even have any jokes. I just want to celebrate. Oh, my God. It's been 22 years. Man, I can't believe this happened. Like, I, those days of being a virgin, those were dark days. I could have almost been a school shooter. Does anybody have any questions? <laughs> questions? Anybody? For my set? Yeah. Yeah, it was a little Asian girl. Oh, Jesus Christ. What kind of a crowd is this? <laughs> Are you done? Yeah, pretty much. Should be. Terrence Rutledge. Fuck yeah. <laughs> so I'm guessing I'm guessing that you didn't write anything because did this really happen? Oh, yeah, it really happened. And you're super excited about it. Yeah. When did this happen? It actually happened two weeks ago. Wow, and you're still this excited. Uh-huh. I mean, look at the fucking look on your face. <laughs> Just absolutely shocked. I'm so still shocked that it happened. Yeah. yeah. How did that lady know <laughs> that it was a little Asian lady? I've, tol I've told this to everybody in every open mic. Everywhere. You've told this to everybody at every open mic for two weeks. You yeah. just keep it, and you still haven't added a funny part to the entire thing. <laughs> you just keep just Go kicking jokes. out the premise, waiting for something to just magically come Pretty to much. you. And then you start asking questions like somebody in the audience is going to write it for you. I was, I was hopeful when he got on stage. Oh, yeah. Know, like the pause and the confidence. Yeah. I was hopeful that something good was going to come out. Yeah. You have the connection. You have the energy. You had me on board. Are you a funny guy outside of this? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're just laughing at how weird I am, then yeah. That's interesting yeah. because that was actually funny the way you said it. Mm -hmm. Oh, thank you. Maybe if you could just figure that out. Yeah. You know, yeah. like maybe accidentally invented some shit that cures cancer or something. You know what I mean? Like sometimes they do that and they're trying to find something that <laughs> is good for asthma. Like, oh, no, it sucks at asthma, but look what it does for cancer. Like maybe, you know, you were trying to just like talk to people and you're actually funny in like an accidental sort of a way. Yeah. So you got to have to figure out how to do that accidental shit on purpose. Otherwise, what the fuck are you doing? Do you have any material at all? What were yeah, you, you what, what were you talking about? Right before you got laid two weeks ago. Like, what was that last open I was mic? talking about being a virgin. Wow. <laughs> See, I think that's, that's amazing. There you go. You could just add that right to it. And some girl just threw you a bone? I met a girl on the bus. He threw her on the bus. On the bus? On yeah. the bus. And you didn't mention that in the 60 seconds. You just told her on the bus you were a virgin? Well, it came out later. Came out. She asked about it. Came out when? 
How long did you last? I lasted a whole hour. Whoa. <laughs> wow. Oh, boy. I don't even know if that's good. I don't know if that's a great... What, what, okay, what does last mean to you? Yeah. Well, what does question. that mean? When it you say how long... Like I didn't like come for a really long time. In actually having sex. Yeah. How did how'd you pull that off? Did you just beat off a lot? No, I haven't masturbated in eight years. What You're the fuck? Kind of a fuck? All right. You're some kind of a fucking weirdo, dude. <laughs> oh, the horse make of truth. You. you go on stage, you have a minute, you don't tell any jokes, you ask questions, you haven't gotten laid your whole life, you got laid once, you fuck for an hour, you're the outlier of outliers. Yeah. They should bring you to, so, to a lab somewhere and fucking study you. Yeah. When you came, oh, Jesus, questions are flying Some in dude's from the back. Angry, he's like, smiles. I'm depressed, and when my you life's way better than his. What the fuck's going on? Why are you smiling, bitch? <laughs> when you came, did it smell? Oh, Jesus. God, that's disgusting. Brian. How do you even think of these things? I, I mean, if he doesn't masturbate, he hasn't had sex for eight, eight years, what? like, it's going to be still there, yeah, right? Well, it's going to come out, like, curdled. And you should be oh. a doctor. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, did, the, did it kill the girl? Is she still yeah. alive? Medical advice from Brian Redman. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but the cum sort of stays there. I mean, where does it go? Does it evaporate? Does cum sweat? No, you were having crazy wet dreams for a while, right? You would just wake up with sticky in your underwear, right? From time to time. From time to time. So let's hear one of your jokes. You say you have actual okay, jokes. Cool. Let me yeah. hear one yeah. of your jokes. All right, so I come from a super Christian family. My family's like the Bible. My dad is like Jesus Christ. I've waited my whole life for him to come back. Should open with that. <laughs> That's not bad. There's something there. Give us one more. My uncle's like Satan. He's always trying to get inside me. Ah, there you go. He's got jokes. I like that. Dude, drop the it's, mic and walk yeah. away a winner. <laughs> <laughs> walk away a winner. I love it. That's actually funny, dude. Sure. Go. Walk get away out. a winner. That's a winner. He's a winner. What's his Twitter? He won. Yeah. He's on Twitter at Comedy Terrence. He's the only Comedy Terrence that he there won. is with he won. two he R's. He did try to stay up here for an he hour. Nailed, but he fucking nailed it. That last, that's how you do it. You plant that bitch and you scat. He, he's got it. Who would have thought he'd be able to turn it around? That was amazing. It's really interesting that he has jokes like that. I mean, he might be the first guy ever who lost his virginity and made it turn it into a meltdown. You know what I mean? Instead of getting better, I feel like most people would come out of the gate swinging, but... Well, he obviously, so there's something wrong with him. Right. The not getting laid for 22 years, I understand. Well, how about not the no beating off part? Yeah. That's exactly what's, like, completely... Yeah. I mean, how Even do you not just... if you didn't have arms, you would f- figure something yeah. out. Yeah. That's true. I've actually thought about that. Like, I, I, yeah. I, I mean, like, I, I thought about that no arm thing, and I... Imagine that you would just end up fucking like couch cushions Pillows, and shit. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? You'd just figure something out. Sneaking up behind it. You'd find something. Yeah. This is crazy talk. But <laughs> the but the last two jokes were good jokes, especially yeah. the last one. Yeah. That's oh, fucking funny. There's something in there. Yeah. There's it's called in there. crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, it's Let not it another <laughs> eight years until he releases more jokes like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not jerking off for eight years. I I can't fathom that. That would just like. That's just frustrating, that right? That fucking Satan joke's hilarious, though. I know this guy. He's from Texas. He's been signing up for a few weeks, and now he's going to get on the show. His name is Taylor Rizzo, everybody. Here he is. Hey, 
All right. So I'm uh, against the use of safe words in the bedroom. And I'm against them now, but I used to think that safe words were just stupid and useless. Like, what sort of sexual scenario can you not just say, like, please stop doing that? You know, like, saying stop should be enough. But I thought about it, and the only time you need a safe word is for a rape fantasy. Because you want to be able to say those things like, no, don't, and please stop, with the comfortability of knowing that you can make it all stop by just saying, like, pumpernickel or something. And it's ridiculous. Like, I'm against rape, and that's why I'm against the use of safe words in the bedroom. Now, that being said, this is going to sound hypocritical, but I actually have a safe word that I recognize in the bedroom, and it's rape. Because if I'm having sex with you, and you say rape, I'm going to stop. <laughs> like, immediately. All right. That's my joke. Thanks, guys. Fuck, yeah. That's a good premise. Yep. That's a very good premise. That's a tough one, though, to bang out in 60 seconds. Yeah. But it's very rushing. smart. It's very smart. That's a problem, too, right? If you have 60 seconds. And yeah. Well, the it normal was, it's pauses. like 57 seconds. And so I was <laughs> like, I don't want to get that kitty cat noise. And if somebody, like, laughs and it stretches it out a little. Right? Yeah, I was trying to. I, just, I, I, I was I just going to talk over their laugh. I don't understand why it took you so long just to get to it. it to get like, to the. Yeah. I don't know. I like, used a lot of setup. It kind of lost me until yeah. you got to the. I do. The my jokes street, tend to have a lot, a lot yeah. more setup. You can, like, well, that's uh, that's just com- how long you been on stand up? About three years. Right. Yeah. You Setups are long now. Yeah, yeah but that's not like a joke. Like that's not something you could bang out. Like my uncle's like Satan. He's always trying to get inside me. Right. You know, like that's a da, 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 yeah. you know what I mean. You could like, say what you're doing is like this is like kind of a high concept because yep. it it is really true. Like, the yeah. only time to do that is if you have a rape fantasy. Because that's the right. only time you yes. would want to be able to say yeah. no without it actually yes. stopping. Yes, yes, yes. And yeah. then once, no, a really you get, good point. once you get that rape thing out and you're there, you know what I mean? You could just tag it with more stuff that's automatic safe words. Yeah. Once you say rape is yeah, a safe word, blah, 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 other, you know, there's other ones too, like stop or grandma or babadook yeah because right. the r- rape doesn't really work because if you have a rape fantasy and you know you're saying don't rape me but she really wants you to rape yeah. her you know you've got a weird situation going it's on not, there. Yeah, that's why you have to come up with like pumpernickel or yeah. pineapple or something it's a it's good it's oh. a good premise because it's totally true like yeah. people that do f- get crazy like that yeah. and <laughs> have like little fantasies i'm the police officer okay and i'm gonna pull you over and you try to run you know like that kind of weird shit like that's yeah. the only time not you would that. have yeah but some people love to make believe so it's yeah, fun it's weird like, it's a good premise it's really well, funny thanks, yeah. you have a girlfriend I do Uh-oh. not know. <laughs> He's no. going deep. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, have you ever been with someone who's had a rape fantasy? Um, no. It's actually very. I have more jokes about how. How like, do you find a girl who I'm doesn't have a rape fantasy? Yeah. <laughs> none that. None when that's that been. Will and Edwards finding all the right gals. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Nobody's <laughs> told me about it, but I mean, I even have other jokes to where I'm like not into kinky things, and we we'll talk about that a little bit. I just figured that you've been with a whole bunch of different women since your face has '70s bush. On it, like attached to it. All right. It's a very pubic beard. Has anybody told you that it before? Most days. Yeah. What do you What do you put in that? Nothing. Shampoo. I, I mean, I don't know. I can't grow a beard because I'm like, this is some Tony Hinchcliffe male envy. It's right true. Now. It's true. I'm some jealous. I can't envy. grow. I, I only grow a little bit of patchy facial hair and only on one side. So if I don't shave for a few days, it looks like I got bitch slapped by a coal miner. <laughs> oh my God. It's really embarrassing. Like it's just little patches, like. Anyway, It'd be cool that's if your pubes fun. were blonde and straightened. Mine? Yeah, you did like straightened blonde pubes. 
Okay, Pat. What, uh, what the fuck? <laughs> what is I don't want to have Michael Jackson's talk. pubes. What the fuck, Pat? <laughs> Taylor, so you just moved here from Texas recently, right? Wrong. South Carolina. South Carolina. That was how, close, though. How long have you been out here? Uh, like four weeks. Wow. Yeah. And you live here now? I do. I still don't have my own place, but I have a job, and I officially li- I have my medical marijuana card, so I think technically... Yeah. Well, that's what counts, you I know? Think technically, I, I love Are you here now. to pursue stand-up? That's Is that why you moved? 100% why I came. I actually, I mean... Where'd you come from? Can I? From South Carolina. But what part? Uh, Charleston, South Carolina. I remember yeah. you now. Yeah, do you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I did the show last year, and you told me not to move out here right away, and that was some amazing advice, and then after the show, you told me to transfer with my job and move out here and do it and that that's literally what happened wow that's awesome yeah i did yeah. the show on uh on september 29th 2014 and i you know decided that day that i wanted to move out and i gave myself a year and i started my new job out here on september 28th holy shit All that's right. amazing one day before a year started changing I, I lives yeah man i love I, that i want to thank you because of course are you after having are you having fun yeah fuck yeah I'm, i mean i've only been doing going up like once or twice a week for the last three years so now that i mean anytime i have a free couple hours i can just look online and see what open mics are going on and yeah go you definitely wouldn't be able to do stand-up in charleston south carolina no, not at all yeah not with like high concepts like that, that yeah it's, it's hard to do that i mean tension span yeah yeah, yeah. It was, it's tough i mean a lot a lot of the shows that they book you on around there are all clean shows and i can't <laughs> tell like clean concept shows. rape yeah. jokes about you know it's <laughs> it's hard yeah. the clean safe shows. word is democrat yeah i mean i feel like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gay marriage <laughs> I got I got looked over a lot because you know my material is a little more <laughs> yeah you know that's gonna happen. Well, when you went on stage and you started telling that joke, I felt like uh, there's certain times that people say things on stage that are like little fruits, and they might they might develop and they might not. You know what I'm saying? Like, but mm. you see like a bud, you know, like you see something growing. You're like, ooh, there's something there. Like yeah. you know, there's like concepts that like ring bells, and that ring the bell. It rang a bell, and if you could do that, you could you know that's that's very hard to do. It's like Con- really difficult sort of concepts like that are some of the hardest shit to turn into like really good bits. But when you nail them, they're the most satisfying. Yeah, that's what I've really been trying to do. Uh, how long? How really? much time do you think you have all together right now? Just ballpark. Um, I actually five minutes, seven minutes. What of like material that I sure. would want to perform? Yeah. I mean, I could do fifteen minutes. Nice um, of similar stuff. And I actually I comp- I've recorded pretty much every set I've ever done, and I compiled all my. <laughs> jokes from the last three years and it's like 45 minutes huh. uh, most of it's shit but <laughs> i mean it that's very honest it's cool though. to see the progression you know of yeah. like the first few jokes that i did about can i tell I, you another you know. secret to being <laughs> successful yeah sure from your from uh, with some advice that i would do if i were you okay i'd become best friends with stevie blue eyes <laughs> 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 i would ha- i'd use him as security so that other people don't bully me Right. This way you could do any joke you want. And if somebody's like, hey, fuck you, weird pubic beard guy, <laughs> you could be like, Stevie, get this motherfucker. Fuck yeah. Um, we could work something out. Stevie, Stevie would just go up to the heckler and just drop his credits and then. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's really cool, man, that you uh, you <laughs> actually waited. You didn't just move right out and stuff. Uh, if you're here Friday, I would like to have you on the Death Squad show. Fuck yeah, man. Wow. <laughs> Dreams coming true. <laughs> Taylor Rizzo. It really is a dream come true, man. I When I left the show last year... All right, Taylor. Enough of your Sorry. emotions. Yeah, uh, we love you. <laughs> this means a lot, man. You of really course. helped me out. And I get it's fucking, it. It means it means a lot. It may not mean a lot to them, but it means a lot Ray, to me. Don't force your emotions on us, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> S- said enough. Taylor, welcome Ray. back to the show. Congrats on everything. That's a fun little awesome. kill, Thank Tony. You, man. Thanks, Joe.
a Kill Tony success story, guys. We got this guy the fuck out of Charleston, South Carolina. That's huge. Jesus, you would have just Clean rotted comedy. away there slowly. Clean comedy shows. Those are hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Clean comedy. I want you to run uphill, but only with weights on. Yeah. Taylor Rizzo's on Twitter, at Taylor Rizzo, all one word, so you can follow him. I pulled another name out of the bucket. As you can see, anything can happen here tonight. Put your hands together for this name, Anthony J. Calhoun. (laughs) So when do I start? Shit. Holy fucking shit. That's, I just got to say that. I'm sorry. Whew. Okay, so uh, you know how like when you're, it's really emphasized like when you're watching a porn, but I know that like this guy right here, he knows what I'm going to be talking about. Like when you're fucking someone from behind and it makes that smacking, slapping sound when your balls hit the fucking the back. You know what I'm talking about? Like the, <laughs> well, uh, I was just fucking thinking like, you know, I hear they have these donkey shows done in like Tijuana and shit and. I always wondered, well, what the fuck does that sound like? And I thought, you know, just my imagination, I thought, well, it probably sounds like a two-by-four, just... (laughs) Shit, I've never seen that shit, you know. I think about weird shit. So, uh, I'm a pretty weird, (laughs) fucking strange guy. I, uh... No way. (laughs) I'll be the... Oh. Fuck yeah, Anthony J. Calhoun. A lot of people uh, come up to me sometimes uh, and <laughs> mention the show to me, and they go, you know, 60 seconds is a little too short. I'd like to hear more of what the <laughs> comedians have to say. And I explain to these people that it's the perfect amount of time <laughs> because sometimes things happen like Anthony J. Calhoun, which brings me to you, Anthony J. Calhoun. How you doing? Uh, seriously, holy fucking shit. Like, wow. What? Just... I didn't expect to have my name called. That's, that's you signed up and you put your name <laughs> into the into the thing. I mean, it's not like winning the lottery or anything. There's only about 40 names in the bucket. We get through about like 10, something like that usually. So it's about 25% chances you went in with. No reason that you should be truly that just absolute shocked. I mean, there's no, I don't, I don't know if you've seen the show. There's no like publisher's clearinghouse check that's about to come up here or anything. There's no real bonus. You just bombed for 60 seconds in front of a bunch of people and a bunch of listeners. But that's fun. So you're up here. You ever done stand-up before? I, I've, been, I've been trying to actually do stand-up like for a really long time, but just a bunch of shit had happened. I, I grew up in an area where like... It was very rural, r- 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 rural. I guess is the word I'm trying to say. Rural. <laughs> and, yeah, and um, you literally had to like. To so get rural that you don't learn how to say the word rural <laughs> ever. <laughs> sorry, I am. I'm. I'm. I'm pretty fucking nervous too. I'm sorry. Just relax. It's okay. I get it. You're pretending like you're nervous to prove that you haven't killed hookers before. But we could tell, Anthony. Where are you from? What's this rural area? Um, well, I grew up in this really small town called Prineville. It's like in the central part of Oregon. Mm. Like usually to like get a job, you have to like people complain about having to like travel like five or ten miles for a job around here. I'm like, fuck, I had to drive like. 40 miles wow. one so way. So you're one of the devil's rejects. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Wow, nobody saw that movie? Mm-hmm. All right, watch that and then watch Baba Duke, you fucking pussies. Can, okay. you, can you explain the joke with like, the sound? Like, what's no, why? Don't, what, no. what did that mean? <laughs> 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 
Joe and Brian's chemistry is the most beautiful <laughs> thing. <laughs> no, don't, don't, don't do it, Brian. There's nothing like, to explain. So great. I, I, I you know, because a donkey balls are obviously a lot bigger than like obviously a man's balls. Oh, so. are they? You, you have to. It's, it's not. Have you have seen you Joey Diaz's stick? balls? I'm just saying. <laughs> Hold on, let Ian. It's it's not the greatest premise. No, but no. the only way it had a chance of working is if you actually had sound effects. That's the only chance. And yeah. you it's like you don't have the ability, from what I've seen, to even make that thing work. Yeah. Like you just so I, I don't know. Did you know what you were gonna say when you got up here or did you wait till you got up here and then you panicked and you reached in your bag of tricks and kinda kinda that. Yeah. I what what honestly oh, okay. happened was before I, I got up here I was I, I have a, a shit ton of different material and I have a, a really good bit called Stadium Porn that actually went over really well when I was in Omaha. <laughs> when you but were where? Where did it go in over? In Omaha, Nebraska. Okay. Where were you doing there? I was living there. How, How long have you been doing stand-up? Um, How many times have you performed stand-up comedy? How many times? Not nearly as much as I would lo- like. Ten times? Thirty times? Hundred times? When did Five you start? Times? What year? Tell uh, the truth. This is confusing Truth fuck to you. Two, no, no, no. <laughs> 2000, 2006... Um, 2006. Yeah, I actually came out. I moved. I was. I was. I, I want to say. I think I was like 22 at the time, and um, I moved out here to LA. I think you have everything not off. Knowing, I think you're not, off mathematically. Not, <laughs> so that's you were 22 nine? in 2006. No fucking way. What the fuck happened? Wait, <laughs> yeah. <Wait. laughs> Jesus Christ. But I went to. I went to the. Uh, the uh, that's, that's the hardest. What is that? Nine 31? <laughs> I don't see no Oh my god. He went to prison for five years and looks better than you. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. What the. <laughs> you, need, you need to go to federal prison to look young again. Jesus. <laughs> Holy Jesus. shit. Um, oh, Oregon was a nice place. <laughs> Oregon? Not I've the middle spots. <laughs> yeah, that's scary. The middle well, spots of I, everything suck. Oregon so, what rough. did you do for work in the middle of Oregon? Um, usually just like call center shit and stuff like that. You um, and the call center, huh? Well, I, I am I mean, shocked to be receiving this call right <laughs> now. Uh, I had no Did idea. Did you try material on people that and owed money? <laughs> Did you provide the inspiration for the dude from the Big Lebowski? <laughs> That'd be cool. Shut his mic off. <laughs> uh, you're sporting the Mariners jersey. That's your team? That's what you're going with? Yeah, for baseball, yeah. What do you do for fun? Oh, shit. All kinds of stuff. Uh, like what? Well, I like to go to the beach and just, like, relax. I like to smoke fucking weed. I like to fuck. I like to play video games. I like to make people laugh. Uh, Do any of those things ever happen? (laughs) (laughs) Every once in a while. (laughs) I I get the feeling the lying on the beach happens. Uh, (laughs) If you can get there, they let you lie there. Uh, to answer your question earlier, though, about when I started, I went to I.O. West here in Hollywood uh-huh. in, like, 2006, December. I yeah. just got done watching, I think it was the Jimmy Kimmel Live show uh-huh. there. And the yep. next day or whatever, they had an open mic. So I went there, and uh, they had, like, kind of like a bucket thing like that. And, again, I didn't really expect to be called up, but I was <laughs> anticipating it. So, anyways, long story short, I went up. How old are I, you? I bummed my set, but I was like, fuck, yeah. finally. You're only 31? Up. Yeah, I turned 32 in March. Holy shit. Me and you are the same age. Yeah. I've, I've been homeless a lot, too, which oh. is not hard. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've been, I've been through some shit Those homeless years, they had on, it's like dog years, guys, <laughs> for those of you that don't know. It has, it has something to do with the newspaper ink and the... Uh, 
<laughs> Brian just whispered in my ear feces, guys. Just a little <laughs> behind the scenes of what goes on up here. You, have, you live somewhere now? You got a spot now? Uh, I'm sorry? Do you have a crib now? You live somewhere now? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of renting a room with these six other dudes in Hollywood. Fuck sounds yeah. like a comic. Hell yeah. That sounds about typical. What do they do? They hustling uh, and bustling? Uh, yeah, one of the guys produces music, and then another guy, uh, he like works on production crews and what have you. And then the other three dudes are just never there. Now, this is another interesting uh, Twitter handle that I've noticed here. AJC, which makes sense, and then MC. Well, um, I'm really into hip-hop. I used to do a lot more uh, <laughs> hip-hop writing. Uh, in fact, back in 2004, I moved down to uh, Fort Lauderdale, Miami, Hollywood area of Florida because I had a cat out there that I'm really good friends with named Ronson. Uh-huh. And he, in- he introduced me to this like guy. Like a meow cat or a dude that you know that you're calling a cat? Yeah, like a hip dude or something. Mark, you know what I mean? oh, like, I don't okay. know. I'm probably you're friends with a guy in Florida. And I, he introduced me to this guy named uh, Anto- Antoine. Okay. And I, and I can't remember his name now, like his last name, but he goes by IMT Walk on Twitter. And I, I watch this guy start from being like, like, do you ever see the show Bob's Burgers where that kid is always playing like the songs on How the do phone? you know so much about TV if you're homeless? <laughs> Whose TVs are you watching? I watch a lot of Netflix. So, Anthony, oh, have you ever DJed before? I, I would love to learn how to DJ. That'd be fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, tonight's your lucky night because we just so happen to have one gift certificate for a DJ lesson uh, from. I'm just kidding. I don't know. Anthony, uh, it was nice to meet you. Thank you. Thanks for doing this show. There he goes. Anthony J. Calhoun going in for a homeless fist bump. There he goes. Anthony J. Calhoun. I forgot how fucked up this show was. Well, sometimes, sometimes <laughs> the buckets. Forget. I do so it every like four or five months. Yeah. And somehow or another, it's just like five months goes by, and I'm like, yeah, this would be cool. I feel like it's there's fun. always a crazy bucket with you. Like, there's a lot of like, you know, well balanced. Like some of the you know, some of these comedians come from money, and they haven't been to prison I've or lived on the streets. It's incredible. Every I th- time I'm here, it's chaos. I th- <laughs> okay, I'll shake it. Brian says shake the bucket. Like, that's going to change anything. A bunch of but let's try it. Let's see if we get a n- normal human up here. This person has good handwriting. That's normally the first good we got sign. got guy from Texas. He was normal. Oh, yeah. Put your hands together for your next comedian, Colette. Sorry, South Carolina. Colette Reitz. 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 Fuck yeah. She corrected me. She's got her shit together. Colette Reitz. This is exciting because I have, I have good news to share with you guys. This, no, this is a food baby. That's a burrito bowl. It happens. Uh, my good news is I quit Netflix because my 30-day trial ended and because Netflix should not exist. Why can you just watch anything ever at any time? Do a little research. Hey, Colette, do you have a job? No, Netflix. Are you hiring? Um, hey, Colette, do you live with your parents, but call them roomies? No, maybe. Yes, are you on my Tinder? Um, and then maybe Netflix can just say, hey, Colette, we're not gonna let you watch like, you know, friends, romantic comedies, because we know the razor blades are close. <laughs> you, got, you can't. We're gonna recommend, you know, hoarders, and just so you don't jump off a building tonight, 
This episode of My 500 Pound Life, bingo. Yeah, do that noise. There you go, exactly a minute. <laughs> I just want to commend you on your choice of footwear. It's like I'm kind of going riding. Oh, yeah. But, you it's know. called I had a job and had to come here from it. What's no, your, it's cool. I like them. What's cool your boots. job? I lurk in a library. And oh, those are librarian <laughs> shoes. Do you wear, like, ride a horse to work? <laughs> I yeah, love that. but the stable's far away, so you need to walk through shit. Did you really quit Netflix? I did. You but then I stole my sister's password. Of course. It's, I think it's a little bit hard to sell an audience on being anti-Netflix unless you have really really like some hard-hitting stuff coming up it's sort of like it's like still being like pro-slavery is like <laughs> telling people that tv's a better option or Wait, like do I your research i didn't get that far in the history book where oh i see what you did there uh, uh inter- interrupted me to kill the energy for a second how long you been doing comedy like like two weeks. Love them. Oh, two weeks. Okay, Th- there you go. Then. In that case, you murdered. <laughs> okay, uh, that was say shit. Two yeah. weeks. It's like yeah. it's like you're you're a baby. You're a fetus. You know, mm-hmm. it's like just keep working. Yeah, I had a d- I my job or at comedy. I'm just <laughs> should I? <laughs> you know what? Maybe not keep working. <laughs> yeah, I would. <laughs> 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 you ever take an improv I'm class? Sassy, I'm sorry. <laughs> Have I taken what? An improv class? No. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, maybe she there's looks, she looks improv-y. Maybe there's some books improv-y? in that library she that you can read. <laughs> she looks improv. What, what does that mean? Oh yeah, she has that improv person look. Totally. Yeah. No, they don't. I, I have to reach another reading level before they let me do that. That's why they. Can't oh, you call flew me out another one of those oh. flatliners. I see what you're doing there. Wow. <laughs> this is another one. You're throwing them out like they're working. Totally. Like I almost feel like you hear the laugh that I get and the afterwards, and you're just like, I'm just gonna keep bombing because Tony's gonna hit it out of the park. That's what I'm saying. That's I your love new it. partner. <laughs> I love it. I just need take her on the road with you. Yeah, and ask her questions. You know what? You have a lot of girlfriends. Excuse me. You have a lot of girlfriends. Friends, or, yes. Or guy friends. I have a lot of friends. I don't. Do they think you're funny? Yeah, I think I'm particularly nervous right now. Right. Yeah. I, I think. I think. I think uh, that your friends tell you that you're funny. Okay. And I think, but I think doing stand-up is like another a ne- the next level of that. So yeah. You, so you just have to keep working hard. Like yeah. I, I would never discourage it. It's been two weeks. Yeah. But, but it, I think it's true. You're yeah. gonna break through. Right now, you could tell that you're a librarian doing stand-up because you made this room so quiet <laughs> that I noticed. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed a few people actually opened up some books. It's the librarian energy. <laughs> there it is. Shush <laughs> it. Oh, you sons of bitches. How, how, how dare the audience bring its own material? That's what <laughs> the audience just group improv. Is this a first? Yes. That's a that's a yeah, very that's good group improv. Yes, oh exactly. <laughs> wow. The audience getting applause from Joe Rogan. I love that. That's a I told Brian in the very, very beginning when Pat said, good. how you doing tonight, that this was a good crowd that I could tell. These people have been here before. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't tell people to be quiet in the library. She just tells them a joke and they shut <laughs> the fuck up. <laughs> 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 
I'm like, we gotta uh, keep this. Oh we shit! Keep this girl around. She's good oh, in the shit. That was amazing. But, oh, but I, I have to say that because you're a comedian, you gotta take shit. That's so I, I gotta treat you like a dude. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Treat you like a dude. Yeah. Like a dude comic. Oh my we God. gotta make you strong because right now the only thing that you're gonna book are books. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Tony, <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> sort of makes how sense. Dare you? <laughs> More library jokes. Right when you thought, right when you thought we could put it on a shelf. Went into roast mode. Oh, wait a second. Oh, son of a bitch. Uh, yeah. Well, what do you say we turn the page on this? And, uh, Colette, it was Keep like, it up. Keep wait. it up. Keep it up. Oh, my God. Colette. Any Dewey Decimal jokes? Colette, whatever you do, do not quit. Here, come back up here. Keep it going for Colette. No, get back up here. No, just no. Keep I, lo- I just want to make sure that we're not hurting you. You're two weeks in. You yeah. have to know that everybody's bombing two weeks yeah. in. Everybody. Everybody. Hard. I, I, just Seven like years you, in. Yeah. Yeah. Just like you're talking about Netflix being a bad thing because you wrote it and you had a perspective on it, that's great. And like I remember a couple weeks in, literally, I remember having this terrible joke. Horrendous. I think it was punchlineless about how pedestrians are the biggest assholes and like pedestrians this. And I went on this dumb rant that made no sense and it's the one thing that everybody is is a pedestrian and I think you talk about you just have to keep writing and not talk about something as awesome as Netflix as a negative and with your likability you're gonna I think do really well if you want to if you want to do this so and be honest it sounds like you really like Netflix so you could make a joke about liking it I think I tried to cram a longer and that's no it's my fault I tried to cram it into 60 seconds what I should have chose something different uh, that's been done a million times. Anyway, record your sets though. Always listen to your recordings. That's the biggest okay. tip. Just Thank listen you. to it. Thank right. you, Colette okay. Reitz. Writes. She's on Twitter. At you may call me Tish. That's an interesting one. Letter U may call me Tish. I wonder why she would want to be called Tish. <laughs> Let's pull another name out of the bucket. Gary Curtis, everybody, come on, Gary Curtis. So it recently came out that Russell Wilson, the quarterback for the Seattle Seahawks, was practicing abstinence with his beautiful singer-girlfriend, Sierra. Now I hear this, and I'm like, well, it makes sense. Russell Wilson also blew the Super Bowl. He's used to making terrible decisions. Now my girlfriend hears this, and she's like, oh, my God, great idea. Sends me a text message and was like, hey, babe, uh, what do you think about practicing abstinence? My first thought was like, that's crazy, but I'm a gentleman, so I was like, If you want to break up, we should probably do it in person. (laughs) See, now I can joke around with my girl like that, though, because, like, she's very confident. There's nothing worse than an insecure girl. Like, my ex was super insecure, and she would always ask me questions like, hey, do you think that girl over there is prettier than me? Which, ladies, we're never going to answer, honestly. But what I always wish I said was, yes, she is prettier than you, but I'm with you. You know, stop being selfish. I'm upset about it, too. We both losing in this situation. (laughs) I love it. Gary Curtis. I'm going to guess you've been doing this a few years, right? Two. Two years. Two years? Where are you from? I'm originally from New Jersey. New Jersey. What part of Jersey? Yes. I was born in Newark, then lived down by the shore. Uh, Are you from Jersey? No, but I know know Newark. I used to live in Jersey City. Get to Manhattan easy. Huh. And uh, you started stand-up in Jersey or out here? No, so I actually lived in Pittsburgh before I moved out here, uh-huh. and I got my start like hosting shows around the city, and from hosting shows, I decided I wanted to get in the stand. How'd you end up in Pittsburgh? I went to Pitt. 
Oh. University of Pittsburgh. Yeah. You put your athlete? No. No? No. Hmm. supposed to walk on. That never happened. <laughs> what happened? Parties. I started making money throwing parties. Ah, and started making money throwing parties. One second you got the protein cream. <laughs> Next thing you know, you're slinging so, oxycodone. So entrepreneurs on the stage tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a businessman. Yeah, that's fun. So how long have you been in L.A.? I've been in L.A. two years now. Huh. You're funny, man. You're relaxed, too, yeah. especially considering you did a minute. You came out and you were just like super calm into it. You didn't rush it. You could tell that you've been doing it for a while. It looks like you do a lot of sets. You got good laughs, you know? Yeah. I, I, think, I, I think he has light skin confidence. Wow. Like, when have people Insult never fire. listened to him? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so he ain't worried about that. But he also. <laughs> He's, 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 what he's is like, light skin confidence? He, he knows what the fuck I'm well, talking about. Well, how does it... Tra- <laughs> 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 I'll explain it. Please, please. It's a no homo, good looking, light skin black dude. He's, he's going to get yeah, attention from girls. It's also known as the like Drake that. effect. So okay. he's, so the Drake effect, yeah. So, so he's... It's like a pretty girl. Like, dudes are going to listen at least for a minute. Yeah. You know got the y- he's got the you know he the knows he's got that, but he also writes like the yeah. first joke sounds like a Tonight Show written format joke, and then you went into personal shit more and make it sound like like more you, but you s- it sounds like you, you you sit down, you think about it, and you write you like you watch a lot of comedy, yeah. studied it, yeah. and and then said this is the way I'm going to approach this shit, so you're taking it serious, so that's good shit. Yeah, that's great shit, man. You have a great connection. You know, I feel like everybody you're just you, you're paying attention to the audience when you're saying this stuff. I had you I see a lot of comedians come up here and I had you pegged for a few years in from like a tougher comedy city yeah. like an Atlanta or Denver, Seattle or something like that. Um, what do you do for fun out here other than stand up? Play basketball. Uh-huh. And then uh See, he's not that light skinned, Ian. He's uh no, still hitting the old no, court. Still, light skinned still play basketball. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> Everybody knows they're not as good. You know what I mean? <laughs> I feel good. You can't jump that high. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that's fun. You play basketball. You're doing stand-up. What else? Tell us something interesting about you. Something interesting about me. Uh, hmm. What are you on the run from Pittsburgh for? Yeah. Part of it was my ex-girlfriend. Ah. I had to get the fuck away from her, and I worked in banking. Ooh. Oh, ah. thank, thank your ex-girlfriend because you're in the <coughs> right spot. Yeah. Yeah. Chase you in the right direction. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, d- you definitely could do it, man. Yeah. You know, uh, you're th- you're way past the hard part. Yeah. The hardest part is figuring out how to get the people to laugh at you. You've already figured that out. Now it's just getting better at it. It's just time and focus. Mm. But congratulations. Yeah, good shit. You made it through the hoop. There he goes, <laughs> Gary out, Curtis. You're out in the big ocean, baby. First appearance on Kill Tony. He's on Twitter at gkurtcsb. We're gonna move on to the I part just, of the show. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's really fucked up, Red Band, that you didn't ask the black guy to come on Friday to the fucking ice house. After that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. And he's light-skinned, too. Come on, man. That's a very good point. Boom. I wanna there's a no... I'm just saying, man. There's no light-skinned spots. <laughs> no Brian, either, Brian either goes that. hard we, white or it, hard dark. Yeah, we have, like, a certain <laughs> quantity of... Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, actually, it's already... Booked. I actually, that, the only reason I added that uh, guy because we had one person drop off. Oh, okay. 
Um, this is the final part of our show where we have only we used to have two regulars, but one's under twenty one is no longer allowed to come to the club or be what? on the show. Yeah, uh, so won't let her come through the back. Yeah, yeah they won't let her do anything anymore. What? Yeah, somebody gets but shot you know, and then everything changes. Yep. Yeah. Oh, it's no true. Too soon. <laughs> it's true. That's why and That's when why. it happened. Yeah. yeah. They crack down on everything. But I think there's different rules for performers. There yeah. is, but they're like not even they acknowledging it. Yeah, they, I guess that was not true. Um, who was that anyway? That was Ali Mikowski, who's still crushing you know, the scene. She's out there, just a monster who's so oh. funny. Um, but so she can work at other clubs. She just can't work here. Yeah. yeah. yeah she, she was on the show we did at the improv the other day, Joe. Hopefully she'll be back in 10 months. Oh, I saw her. Yeah. <clears throat> but this other new regular has been writing and performing a new minute every single week. She's known for her... Nervousness and goofy <laughs> style. Um, put your hands together for Melissa Esslinger, ladies and gentlemen. So I didn't know I had a middle finger until I moved to LA. <laughs> I was driving and it just like shot up one day. And uh, like it surprised me. Like it was like a jack in the box. It just boop. That wasn't the sound I was going for, but that's okay. And um, it wasn't like a like a half-assed little little hipster finger either. It was like a, a full-blown, firm, fuck you finger. Of course, me being me, I immediately felt bad and then was like, sorry. <laughs> um, I just think, like, oh, I, forg- I lost my track. Um, <laughs> you have two fingers up. It's kind of like Edward fuck you hands. And um, I was wondering, like, how that started, like, the middle finger thing. Like, I wonder if, like, the Native Americans, like, had it as, like, a greeting, but then Christopher Columbus came and was just like, fuck you, that's mine. And he took it. <laughs> Good job. Boom. Applause break to close. Melissa Esslinger with another new regular minute. And that was all on one topic, which I believe that's the first time that uh, we've seen that. Normally you have shorter jokes and move around. That was all middle finger. Yeah. (laughs) When you did the uh, middle finger and then you said, like, then you immediately apologized, you could maybe put something in there like, I made it a peace sign instead. And, uh, you know, if you had two fingers, it was like Nixon or something. I don't know. Like, you could maybe add something to that. Yeah, definitely. What was the person doing when you flipped him off? I don't even remember. I was so surprised <laughs> by my reaction. I don't even remember, honestly. Yeah. It was dri- something stupid when we were driving. I don't huh. know. Yeah. Sorry. I think, I think uh, nervousness is a funny mechanism. <laughs> like, like, usually as a comic, you try to run from it and try to not look nervous. Yeah. But uh, I, I like the possibilities <laughs> of your nervousness when I was looking at it. It's like, yeah. like messing up almost helps you more, too. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, if you're nervous, like people root for you to get it right. Yep. Like, come on, hang in there. And then if you can come with some good jokes when you're nervous, like, boom, all right, a reward. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they stuck with you and you made them laugh. Yeah. Cool. Makes it extra surprising. Yeah. I love that. Is it, it, I'm sorry, is it natural or is it like, do you like accentuate it on stage? Oh, no, I don't. It, it, it That's just, just happens. Yeah. It's yeah. It's good. Own it. Own it. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah it's, 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 it's almost braver to own it, to be honest, because <laughs> I know I, I, I covered up mine when I started, yeah. and it, it probably didn't work, but, <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's better to own it. This is actually the best I've ever seen her. I, I mean, I think the Sarah Silverman episode, her nervousness was so shaky that you could almost not talk. Right. It was, you're, yeah. doing, you're doing better. You, the last couple of weeks, you've really shown a lot of improvement. Thank you. How much do you get up? Um, 
an absolute minimum of four nights a week, but usually like almost every day. Beautiful. That's yeah. it. That's what you got to do. That's yeah. What's up? That's great. Melissa Esslinger, you, you did it again. A brand new minute. We have a little bit of extra time left, so uh, I'm going to bring up one of our old favorites here on Kill Tony. He hasn't gotten up in a very long time. He's a real, this is a real human being who we love and we root for. What you're about to see is real. He's not playing a character. This is a brand new minute of stand-up from Eric Carter, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, I am a real person. And I am from the state of Mississippi. And my home state could be a bit tricky. Between the obesity and the pregnant teenagers, it's hard to tell who's knocked up. But uh, I've been feeling homesick lately. I've been feeling homesick lately. I haven't been home in a year. One thing I miss the most are them trailer park whores. They are the best. You can smoke cigarettes in the bed. You can piss off the porch. The things I took for granted. <laughs> this year, thank you. This year has been 10 years since I've been to England. And what I learned about the women in the UK, they either look like Kate Middleton or Nanny McPhee. There ain't no middle class. I blame socialism. Wow. Dropping some smart shit out. <laughs> Not expecting that from Eric Carter. <laughs> I love that. It, that's a brand new minute. You you look really you look really fucking pumped like you just like knocked somebody out or something. That like was you, funny, dude. That was yeah. funny. Thank yeah, you. the cigarette and bed shit yeah, and the pissing cool. off the place. Very funny. I, I absolutely I love it. Uh, we've watched you for I feel like a couple of years now from afar on this show. You you know you're in, then you're on the road for six months, and then you're back, and then you whatever. And you you always do so good, and it's always so so funny to watch you because you're so you. You know. How long have you been doing stand-up? Uh, t- three and a half years. Started in 2012. You're funny, dude. You're really funny. You could totally, yeah, yeah. 100%. You could I'm totally make it. What I- you. Whatever I'm you do, don't lose that accent. No, yeah. no, no. Yeah. Be yeah. yourself, man. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm jealous of that accent and afraid of it at the <laughs> same time. <laughs> One second I'm funny. The next I'm going to kill you. That's funny shit, man. That's funny. That's funny shit. Well, there you go. Eric Carter, congratulations. Very good delivery, too. Thank you. you Really good delivery. Thank you. Crowd favorite, Eric Carter. There he goes. Eric Carter, everybody. He's my favorite. He's great, right? He's very funny. That's good. That guy's good. A lot of people... They're fiery about Eric Carter on that's the internet. That's hilarious shit, man. We got a drawing. Look at that. Ryan J. Belt drew that from beginning to end, live, right in front of your faces. Wow. That's and great. Jo- is Joe Black? Black? Is Joe Black? <laughs> Black? I'm pretty sure. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he gave you Muhammad yes. Ali. That's Perfect. Hilarious. Not only so did he happy. make you black, he gave you a fro as well, <laughs> Joe. Fro Rogan, if you will. <laughs> oh. Uh, Once all digital recordings are deleted in the great apocalypse, the only evidence of this show will be a black guy on stage. <laughs> That's true. I won't be a part People of are going to try to figure out who that was. <laughs> uh, we did it. Thank you so much, Ian Edwards, uh, Joe Rogan. Guys, anything you 
guys want to promote? Joe Rogan Experience, of course. I mean, everybody knows about that. Ian? Uh, Twitter, at Ian Edwards Comic. I love it. Ian Edwards is going to be with me in Denver. Oh, and Wisconsin. Right. Oh, yeah. Madison, Wisconsin. Yeah. And this. Red Band and I are going to bring Kill Tony to Pittsburgh and Columbus, Ohio. Jesus! Uh, be careful! November 27th, we'll be in Pittsburgh, and November 29th, we'll be in Ohio. That's uh, Thanksgiving week, so check it out. Check out all of Ryan J.E. Belt's prints at ryanjebelt.com and Patty Reagan's music. Follow him at Patty Reagan. And